On this episode, we speak to EGM Securities CEO Samuel Kiraka. First, what are your thoughts on working closely with the regulator, the Capital Markets Authority? Yeah, um, thank you. Uh, I think the first thing is really to understand EGM. Uh, EGM, by virtue of being uh, the first one um, to be regulated by CMA, then has continued to work and work very closely. Uh, as we get into the market, uh, one of the things that we have seen is that uh, by just virtue of being regulated, gives you a plus. It gives you some level of credibility in the market. Uh, uh, it, it puts you apart from the unregulated uh, brokers in town. Um, so the confidence that that has created in the market, that you can go to a, a company, an enterprise that is well managed, that has the eye of the regulator. Uh, we have very frequent uh, engagements, ongoing engagements. We have reports that we file on a, on a weekly, on a monthly basis to the CMA. So our engagement with our regulator is good. So one is that yes, we are perceived as a legitimate business, and we are a legitimate business. The other issue is that around transparency, uh, that people can actually put in their money and, and, and trade on our platform, be able to get in and get out, uh, pick profits as and when they wish to do that. Because you can come in with your $1,000, do a trade, make $100, take the $100 as your profit, and take part of your capital if you so wish to do other things. The in and out uh, is, is very clear. We're able to walk through our clients, the journey around how they came, come in and how they get out. Um, we are able to segregate their funds. Uh, so the accounts of clients do not, are not commingled with our own clan, of our own funds. So we maintain very, very clear segregated uh, accounts, which is actually a CMA requirement. Uh, so that in the event a business of this nature was to go down, you don't go down with clients' money. Uh, so there is a very clear demarcation between our own funds and the funds of our clients. What steps is EGM taking to localize the forex market in Kenya? I think the size of the market is big. You know, we have a lot of foreign foreign brokers yes. uh, in this market, uh, and therefore those numbers will not will not be privy too. But I think we feel the potential is a lot more. There, there are a lot of people who want to go into the system and ask, you know, on Google. Well, you know, what, um, how do I make money online? Um, and, and, and therefore, when they ask that question, the answer that pops out usually is uh, Forex, uh, trading, uh, dealing with commodities and stuff like that. We, we offer clients some place to come and train and learn about how to trade and how to use our platform. Um, so, so there's a lot more. Uh, the second thing is that people want to generate a side hustle. They want to generate some second level of income. So somebody could be employed, you see a Uber driver downstairs as you wait to, he waits for next client, he'll get you to FXPESA, our flagship product, and just get there and try and do a trade as he waits for the next pickup call. Um, the same thing will happen to our client. Somebody leaves a training room here, and as they wait to be picked either by a parent as they drive on home, on, 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 they get into the system and they start trading. Yeah, so it's a very easy to kind of on the go uh, opportunity, and therefore the, the interest that we have seen, not just around Nairobi but across the country, we are seeing a lot of traffic coming even from outside Nairobi of people who want to come and learn what we can do and what we can help them do. Um, to generate some livelihood for themselves. So the awareness certainly is, is great and we can, it can only grow. Uh, we have seminars um, where we actually go out and pitch uh, uh, in Mombasa. We actually just had one this weekend in Mombasa. 
Uh, we had a recent one also in Nakuru. So in the major towns, we actually, and we also do them here in Nairobi, uh, but in, just, just to get visibility uh, outside Nairobi, we actually do have seminars where we have a whole day and they're very well attended. There's a lot of interest actually outside Nairobi. There are young people being churned out of college. Now we just got the results for KCSE yesterday. So those are potential graduates for going to university. Yeah, they'll be doing the undergrad in the next six months. And between now and when they report to campus, these are customers who can come in because some of them will get 18, so they actually can come in and trade and learn the skills. The business that is coming outside Nairobi is that, the, and how we get to pick that is when, when we get the leads coming through and you make a call to a lead, and this guy says, I'm in Nakuru, this is where I work. When is your sessions? Say our sessions are Monday to Friday. And then you see, okay, can we do a class on Saturday? Meaning that there is need um, to push business on that is outside. And then, of course, the county uh, strategy around what government is doing, uh, pushing revenues and uh, to counties. Businesses are setting up in major towns. Nakuru is key, Mombasa, Eldoret, Kisumu. So we see Meru, we see potential even in those areas because we have clients who are trading with us. The good thing with this platform, you can trade for many part of the world. Yes. Uh, and therefore, but you see some people want to come and see where is your office. Yes. So they ask, are you in Nakuru? I'm calling from Nakuru or I'm from Mombasa. Do you have presence? So, so that would most likely help us even as we think around expansion. Now that Forex trading is picking up in Kenya, what are your forecasts going ahead? Um, looking at our growth over the last one and a half years, it tells us that in the next five, uh, by the time we're doing our fifth birthday, which will be in three and a half years from now, we should be a regional uh, operator. We should operate within other East African countries and maybe start getting a foothold in West Africa and other places in Africa. Uh, within the counties in Kenya, we certainly would look at other counties, not just Nairobi, um, even as early as 2020, just to see how do we reach out to those clients of ours who are, like the, I've said about the seminars in Mombasa and Nakuru, how do we then get there so that it's local, they can walk here the way the Nairobians walk yes. here. So have some presence um, and that is underway. So we feel that there's scope and we feel that there's a, a lot of opportunity for us uh, to take advantage of uh, the markets now, uh, be able to empower young people, help them create a living for themselves. For me, that's where the passion is. How do you create an army of traders who trade on our platform by generating a return for themselves? And either additional income or as their main income, for me, that is a personal uh, uh, passion. What are some of EGM's target markets? If we look at uh, a country next door like Tanzania, uh, Tanzania is very popular around Forex. They actually have been, they did it just like mobile technology went there before Kenya. I think even the Forex business started there and you have a lot of the foreign brokers doing business there. And, and therefore it's a ready market. Um, so that would be one of the pilot areas to, to think about seriously. Um, and just look at uh, maybe another, initially Tanzania, uh, and maybe later think about any of the other countries within the East Africa community. Yeah. What is your opinion on the Capital Markets Authority sandbox and its ability to promote innovation? When, when uh, Paul, the outgoing CEO, yes. uh, presented to us the master plan uh, within the capital market space, this must have been maybe three or four years ago. And, and he walked us through the vision he had around uh, the expansion of the market. And you only expand by market uh, by getting more players 
and getting more products. Yes. So he was looking at it that way, that yes. can we get more companies coming in? Yes. They want to regulate more companies. They want to get more, more products, products that people enjoy overseas and they are not in this region. Yes. So, so this is one of the initiatives uh, that yes, people can dream big. We have innovators across the country. I mean, MPSA was an innovation by somebody. Yes. Um, so, so those kind of innovators can actually come through into the capital market space, walk through CMA, get that incubation period that you take a month or six months or a year, start testing the idea, working and learning experiences. Then what I've seen the experience with CMA is that they are very keen to understand, they want to learn, they want to try new things. There's a very, they've been very supportive yes. uh, and not just in this industry mm -hmm. of Forex, uh, even where I've been before in uh, asset management, um, in investment banking, where you're introducing different products around Sharia compliant and stuff like that, and they've been very warm. And, and therefore, I see even in my industry today, as we do foreign currency trading uh, online, that they are keen to see what other products can we bring in. Can we single stocks? For example, you want to buy Google shares, you want to buy Facebook shares. How, how does that, you can do it through a platform, but how do you then take that information to the masses uh, that you can actually do control for difference between various counters, between indices, you can actually trade indices on our platform. But when you have the CMA backing you up and saying, we know these guys are regulated, we are part of them. When they have an open day, we are there to talk to investors around it. So these are initiatives that CMA is taking, not just a business hub, the sandbox thing, but even just partnering with them to create awareness about the industry, to promote the industry, to promote the products that we have. For us, it's a win-win.